Do Bruce. Also, how are you guys doing? What's that? How are you guys doing? I'm feeling good. Good. Yeah. Things are things are decent. That's good. Yeah. Are you ready for the intro here? Ladies and gentlemen, coming to the main stage, it's Rebecca. Remember, tip, but don't touch. Oh. <laughs> My old strip club DJ That's voice. Amazing. He likes to pull that shit out as much that. as possible. I mean, why not? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I haven't done like a strip club DJ in a long time, so it's kind of fun like, having the mic in front of me again. Yeah. It kind of brings that back. I used to always joke if I ever became a DJ, I'd be DJ Becky. would be like, DJ Bick. Yeah, DJ Becky, coming at you live, 107.7 FM. Boo Boo Becky. Sunday, 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 Allegiant Moto, it's Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, versus Budweiser, the King of Beers. (laughs) Oh, yeah, brother. (laughs) I I love that from DJ shit. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. (laughs) Wait, are we recording now? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. What's up, guys? <laughs> Same old shit. How's it? This is, Good. This is Sunday for us now. Yeah. I like your little sick. fucking two-smoke scoot out there. Oh, yeah. Dope. Thanks. My first love, two-stroke. Yeah. I fucking love two-strokes. They're great. Ba-ba-ba. Yeah. They're like the rotary motors and motorcycles. I just forgot how loud they were. It's been a long time since I've ridden one. And I just was like screaming down this like really quiet neighborhood <laughs> trying to get over here. And I was like, ha-ha, sorry. That's sorry, <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> Turning up my volume on my Senna to like hear my navigation. So like all I hear is just braps. It's like, Rah! it's like turn left on. And I'm like, well, perfect. I hope I know where I'm going. <laughs> oh, that's fucking perfect. I know. <laughs> turn left on brap. I was like, cool, guess I'll go fuck myself. That's the I don't t-shirt, know. turn left on brap. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so sick. <laughs> yeah. So for, for the people that are listening to this for the first time, what are you riding today? Uh, I'm riding a 1982 Honda MV5. It's a 50cc two-stroke, five-speed little motor? motorcycle. Huh? Stock motor? Uh, it's actually been modified, so it has a 70cc uh, cylinder and head. Uh, I large told circuit. You that wasn't a 50 cc. Yeah, yeah, large circuit pipe, larger carb. It's been tuned out and geared differently too, so it it hits. It's fun. There was a little yeah. bit of back and forth about whether or not that was stock because those fins are massive. Dude, they're huge. Those cooling fins. Yeah. yeah, and it's oil injected, so you don't have to deal with premix, which I love. That's and the fact awesome. that the the oil injector actually still works is a miracle. That's yeah. so amazing. Yeah, yeah when I bought that Honda figured out oil injection in 1982. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, it's crazy. I mean, like I have an old Yamaha DT100 that it does. I bypassed the oil injector. I didn't even want to yeah. see if it didn't work. <laughs> so uh, it's cool to have a bike that's like from its era and actually works properly like it should. That's rad. Yeah, I bought it from a very good owner. Like they. Did most of the re- restoration and it's so clean and pretty yeah it, it looks like it could have been a new bike oh absolutely you yeah. never see those that clean either i think whenever i ride around on it especially friends of mine that are involved in like small two strokes they usually are like well i've never seen an mb5 that clean like they're yeah. usually pretty thrashed when you see them no they're beat yeah those yeah. top tanks like the, the mb5 and the tom toms mm-hmm. like, they're usually just beat to dog shit because exactly. everybody treated them like they were dirt bikes and shit oh totally which Rightfully so. You know, they're small, they're yeah, lightweight, they you can thrash around on them if you want. But little did people know that people, they ended, they would end up being collectible because they didn't make them very long. And they're like in this weird niche, kind of coveted era of bikes. Kind of like uh, that other one that you read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah <that thing's laughs> we got like, a thing for weird niche coveted <laughs> bikes. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> I, there's times where weird, I ask myself why am I like trucks, this. trucks, weird niche coveted. I know. <laughs> Dude, I don't know why I'm like this, but I love old rare things, and thankfully the one the, the things that I've bought have been reliable because there's times when you buy old rare things where you can't find the parts or they don't work or you can't figure out how to make them work. Yeah. So yeah, my other bike's a '89 Honda Transalp. It's a 600 cc V twin. Uh, it's my baby. I love it. It's Those so are great. fucking so sexy. Yeah, I love them. Right, it's just like '80s tastic. I really wish I had like acid wash jeans and some like New Balances to wear when I'm riding it. Because I'm pretty I'm, like, sure Walmart sells both of those <laughs> things. <laughs> <laughs> Especially like the Walmart brand of New Balances. <laughs> oh, it'd be great. Yeah, I mean, someday I'm already li- I'm out I'm living out like my middle aged dad dreams being a dad. I love the fact that that. it's a middle-aged dad dream. It is, though. It's so true. It's like, uh, I mean, the the people that usually notice the bike are, like, retired or, like, in their 50s. That's not retired, but, like. Close to it. Close enough, like 50s Well, you know, if you're living life correctly, you should be close to retirement in your 50s. Yeah. I'm nowhere near retirement, but I'm very close to 50. (laughs) 
exactly. <laughs> Send me money. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Like I'm going to be into my 80s before I'm retirement eligible. Dude, seriously. I mean, that's all of us, right? We're not going to go down that route, but yeah, that's a sad trade. We don't have to ride right it's now. It's okay. Yeah. I don't have to think about it anymore today. Mm-hmm. That's a tomorrow yeah. problem. Sun's out. Bikes, I don't out. have to. I don't have to worry about retirement. I ride a motorcycle, right? <laughs> yeah. My retirement. You'll die eventually trail. before you retire. It's fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just kidding. That's too dark. Um, oh, we get pretty dark. There's nothing okay, cool. too dark. <laughs> have you listened to the show? No. Uh, I actually haven't yet. I feel so bad. I know. Was like dip- was just so depressing. Really? Okay. Yeah. Sick. So offensive. I actually haven't listened to your show. It's like really stupid and like way down on my list of things <laughs> to care you, about. Becca. I'm sorry. so glad you love I us. I'm going to start calling I, you Becky yeah, oh. with an I and no. a heart over the top. So sad. Middle sorry, school love child. No, I just haven't gotten into podcasts yet. I've actually been invited to speak on a couple podcasts, but I have not listened to podcasts yet. They're fun. They're fun. It's something that a lot of my friends have started to get into, and even my roommates, and so not, it's a matter of time. It yeah. Like today, later, I'll probably start listening to podcasts. So, do you know why why this one happened? No. So Adam was doing a bunch of podcasts for the Oregon Run. Oh. Okay. And um, I was like, hey, we need to have something, you know, whether we just do like some more videos or something like that. We need to have something to reference back to when you're doing these podcast interviews. Oh, smart. And I was like, maybe we should have a podcast. He's like, oh yeah, you you should do a podcast mm-hmm. now. And you're like, like oh, oh wait. I didn't know it was going to be my job. I just thought it was a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had to do a bunch of research and figure out how to do a podcast. And, totally. You know, I watched a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts, which if you're just starting out, those are a good spot to start. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Good they're fun. But he, you know, he very conversational. You know, he doesn't pretend like he knows anything. And I'm kind of in that same boat. I don't know shit. So I just want to sit here and I mean, dodge same. people. Yeah. Tell me, tell Too me shit. all the things like I want to know. Tell me all your thoughts on God. Tell me all your thoughts on Because I really want to What are you drinking there? Oh, this is called the Misunderstood Genius. I haven't tried this one yet. Yeah, it's... I'm taking it. It is red wine and (laughs) Coca-Cola. I've had it with Dr. Pepper and it's really good. Fox hates it. Really? He told me that he told me that I was uh, wrong and weird and should be killed. uh, That hits weird. I hated it. Now I like it. It finishes nice. Evil, sick, and wrong, and I must be destroyed. <laughs> I love them. I think they're tasty. That's fair. It's weird. I don't hate it, though. No, anything with caffeine yeah. and alcohol, I'm pretty good with. I actually, I've had it before where it's been more of a Coke ratio, or like, a, I think it had a Dr. Pepper than wine, and I feel like that's more of a wine ratio. Oh, like Dr. That. Pepper and wine. Yeah. Had that's, that. That's that'd odd. be fun, too. Espresso and Coca-Cola is really good. Yeah. And they root have beer. A, oh, my God, root beer. They have I'm not espresso. a big soda person, but root beer is... I a, drink a uh, lot of like a cold brew. Um, oh, really? Cold brew and banal cocktail. Ooh. I guess it's technically a mixed drink, but Whatever. that's tasty as all get out. Actually, I'm gonna get one of those. That sounds yeah. sick. Wake so up. Let's take to, care of this shit. Yeah, I'm it's time go. to wake up. It's time for me to spark um, off. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I was introduced to this cocktail, and <laughs> I fell in love with it. It's really good, actually. I'm impressed. I also drink a lot of like Fernet and Coke. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big Fernet person. Most people aren't. But I do like like aperitifs and like digestives. But Fernet and then uh, Campari. I'm not a huge fan of Campari. Oh. Something about I think if it's done well in a cocktail, I really love it. But if it's just like a shit ton of Campari, it's just like syrup in my mouth. I'm yeah. Like, I, I had one. Uh, I had a Fernet and Coke at the one show last weekend. <laughs> what? That's kind of how the whole thing started with me getting a bunch of shit from the Adams about being too hungover to be on the podcast last week. Uh, but I shared it with some friends, and they're like, what the fuck are you drinking? And I'm like, it's delicious, go away. Yeah, you're like, it, don't worry about it. It tastes like drinking orange juice right after you brush your teeth. Everybody knows that flavor. My friend who introduced me to it said it tastes like hot tar and trash. Ooh. And I tasted it, and I was like, no, it tastes like drinking orange juice right after you brush your teeth. But neither of those sound appealing to me. Like, I don't... Yeah, I'm weird. I mean, that's fair. I'm okay with weird? it. A little bit. Yeah. I missed, uh, when I stepped up to get my beverage, I missed what you and Adam were talking about, so... Uh, uh, jump, jump back off. Tell us more about you. What do you do? Did he ask you about what? What do you no. do that's not? What do you do <laughs> that's not motorcycles? Shit. Not motorcycles. Um, so I work at this business called Clive Coffee. Um, I work full time as an espresso machine technician and bench tester. So I 
We are basically a retailer of espresso machines, and we work directly with manufacturers in Italy and Germany to sell specific machines from certain companies out there. Who and makes better machines, Italians or Germans? Ooh, that's tough. I... Hmm. Is it Italians for the art and Germans for the precision? <laughs> kind of. So, well, it depends because there's some. There's some. So we sell like three different Italian companies. There's La Spaziale, La Marzocco, and um, Quick Mill, and all of them are beautiful and terrible at once. Quick Mill doesn't sound like an Italian name. <laughs> it doesn't. It's not. But it's Italian. It's very Italian. I feel like uh, I've really from like. A, I'm pr- their primary bench tester, which means I'm a, the quality tester. So every mach- we get everything um, ship freighted in. So they are on the water for like a couple months before they make it to us. And we get like pallets and pallets of espresso machines at, in one sitting. So we like can monopolize on our shipping methods and stuff. And so what I do is I go in and I open every single box and I inspect all the parts and the machines. And I actually put the machine on my bench and I'll... Um, completely test it, run water through it, heat it up, check the pressure gauges, fix if any, fix anything if it's like rattled, broken, or loose. Um, and I have usually have lo- less problems with German machines than I do Italian. Long story short, so yeah, it's weird, but yeah, that's what I do full time. Um, I'm learning. I'm basically just got hired on a few months, ago, like seven, eight months ago. And so I'm still in training mode where I'm learning how to do all the actual repairs as well. So through Gabe like Gabe's a being a weirdo. I know he's lurking. I'm like <laughs> trying to act weirdo and like continue there. with this conversation when there's just this. No, just Gabe own it. Just let it you, you made it weird, What's Gabe. Up? What's up, homie? I love you. <laughs> Adorable. Uh, where was I? But yeah, that's so I'm learning how to fix espresso machines. Um, and then in my very little free time, I work on jewelry. Uh, I have like my whole little jewelry line and work on silver. I'm starting to get into brass. Um, and that's kind of my side hustle that I'd love maybe eventually to have it be more of a, an actual business. But I think we all got to have our creative outlets and our hus- side hustles because that's what's shit. life about. Huh? Plug, Plug my shit. shit. Oh, yeah. So my jewelry business is BKY Studio. It's a play on words. It's short. BKY is like kind of short for Becky, short for Rebecca. That was, there's really like nothing. It's a nothing. little valley Becky. Though. Yeah. It's like Becky. Becky. It's studio. And I. So Becky makes jewelry. So Becky and I make jewelry. <laughs> Becky really is my alter ego, though. I love like posting stuff being like, today in Becky's garage, we're going to bleed the brakes on my bike nice there's like a few <laughs> accents there i'm sorry but uh it was like australian valley. it was like yeah it went from like valley girl to australian i don't know what i'm doing it's which like, is okay i'm so weird you guys but yeah a couple more cool. pub beers and it'll be <laughs> yeah, exactly. british becky uh i love using my the name becky as like my alter ego because i remember growing up like really fucking hating being called becky i was like no i'm rebecca and now it's just funny how I don't know. Becky's just so funny. I don't <laughs> I, know. There's, there's, there, this there's is so a, many layers. There's a trend I'm noticing in people that I have met named Rebecca, who they all have a really, really tenuous relationship with their name. <laughs> yeah. like one it's of my so roommates weird. slash coworkers was named Rebecca, and I met her, and she introduced herself as Becca. Okay. And then she was trying to kind of move into more of an adult phase of her life she's like i want people to call me rebecca and we're like no i'm not gonna do that i can't do it's that. like sorry becca yeah. you're becca and i'm not gonna do that and then all of her co-workers when she made a big deal out about being rebecca all of her co-workers started calling her reba oh no i had an ex-boyfriend that called me reba and i hated it he was like a button pusher he'd go sup reba and i was like you better not do that yeah guys are assholes <laughs> It's I bad. love them and I hate them. Somehow I identify more with dudes, but yeah. God, I hate them sometimes. But I love you all. It's fine. Listeners, you all are great. Um. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> of course. We thanks think for you're me. great, oh, too. Uh, yeah. Buy, buy her jewelry. Hashtag BKY I love you. Buy my jewelry, BKY Studios. <laughs> I love your jewelry, too. It's, <laughs> it's pretty. Uh, I'm so when we met, you were working at CC. Yeah. And you were always working when I go in there, so we didn't get a whole lot of time to talk. But For sure. I realized that I would like you as a person, and I oh, thought thanks. you were cool. 
And then uh, we talked a little bit here and there, and then you went off and started repairing espresso machines, and sure. I barely see you anymore. So I'm really happy to have you here and oh, be able to actually you. have like a real conversation. Yeah, same. I believe feel like it or not, it's been a couple of years of waiting to have a good really? conversation with you. Holy yeah. shit, that's crazy. That means a lot. Um, it's, it's my favorite part of doing the podcast is yeah. I get to just wrangle people and be like, hey, come in and like, By the way, have some one-on-one time with me. We're going to talk yeah. some shit. Exactly. Yeah. That's oh, great. it's incredible. That means a lot. Thank you. No, you're welcome. I mean, that's how I feel about everyone. It's the, the weird part about working at a a place like CC, like any motorcycle place. It doesn't have to be specifically CC. That is that when you're behind the counter, you're always on and you're always serving other people ultimately. Um, so you build these relationships, but then you don't really get to delve into them as much. Um, and then even when you, I think it'd be different if I like left and but still kept showing up all the time. But my new job has just been so. I'm learning something new almost every single day since I'm training and like learning this new trade that like by the time I'm done, I'm tired. I don't want to go be social. So it's like, I feel like I just missed out on like what the past seven months of seeing friends that I've made at CC and like not seeing people. So it's like really rad to finally like crawl out of Portland winter and be like, okay, I need to like go be social and like nice. see people that I haven't seen at CC, like from working at CC. It was so convenient when I was there all the time, but now yeah, I'm I like, guess you're all right. And I tried to, <laughs> well, and, yeah, and whatever. I'm kind of in a, in a weird position too, because I've been on the other side of the bars and yeah. I know what it's like to have a customer like suck up your time when you're trying to make drinks and trying to take sure. care of their customers. So I'm not the type of person to come up and like want to talk about my day while I'm buying my coffee. It's Absolutely. Like, like I get it. You got shit to do. I will take a uh, Holler Mountain. Let's yeah, exactly. Yeah. I yeah, that. totally. But um, so yeah, you, have not, you have not been on any of our events, have you? No. Um, Adam invited me, other Adam invited me to be at, to sell jewelry at Run to the Rock last year. And it just like did not line up. I like how the other Adam is other Adam. Yeah, other, other Adam. Adam. Yeah. Adam yeah. You're, you're Adam and he's other Adam. <laughs> I mean, he's That's not awesome. here, so he's the, when, well, a, when other Adam's here, then you're going to be other Adam. Yeah, They'll well, 90% swap. of the time I'm other Adam. <laughs> yeah. So on the podcast, so I get like, to be oh, just no. Adam. Yeah. That's great. I'm taking my power. I love that. <laughs> that makes me so happy to hear. Claim the Adam that you are. Yay. Um, I do. Yeah, yeah, that was a bummer. We all kind of wanted you there. We really? Was so not, much. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I life heard. Sometimes life gets in the way of plans, but it was sure. one of those things we were talking about trying to have motorcycle-related stuff and motorcycle-adjacent stuff and people who are just the people that they are that are really cool who happen to be tangentially related to motorcycles. Sure. And you're at, you at the time were at CC or just leaving CC and you ride bikes. And we talked about like this quote-unquote curated uh, like bond, bundle of vendor spaces yeah. and you immediately came up. With that's all awesome. of us, we're like, yeah, that's a great idea, dude. Yeah, it was so like, I'm not gonna let I'm not gonna let other Adam have all the glory in, <laughs> in inviting <laughs> right? you. We all wanted you to come. Holy out. shit, that means a lot. I think, uh, and that means a lot to me, mainly because like being on the other side of the counter, it's like you know, I'm giving you guys things, and so you're super nice to me, and also you guys are my friends. But at the same time, like at the end of the day, when I'm not working somewhere anymore, like. Are these people my friends, or are these people like actual We're connected your friends. people? I know, and we I appreciate that. It just feels really good to hear it. I think uh, it's, it's been tough. a very uh, tough but good like six, seven months learning a whole new job and new coworkers, new friends, and so it's cool to be able to come full circle back and be like, oh shit, these people are my friends too. Like, I'm not just kind of lost in the, the yeah weird challenges yeah. and challenges and growth are. Cool. Oh, they're cool. Yeah, they're hard, but they're they're very good. Yeah, it's and good. the people that that are still there when you come back around, you know, those are the totally. people that you know are gonna be there no matter what you decide to do. Exactly. And Except I think I just have heroin. Well, I won't, <laughs> I won't still be your friend if you start doing totally. heroin. Totally. I'll, I'll be your friend after you kick and come back. Yeah. But while you're doing that, I can't. No, I'm good. And it doesn't yeah. matter that I have no use for your vaguely phallic earrings. <laughs> <laughs> I still think that you're a rad human. Thank you. You know, it's cool. Yeah, I. It's cool to have to be around rad humans. And I think, like, not to get on a too, like, personal level, but I know that I'm sure other listeners are going to hear this, too. Like, this is more so, like, from a real perspective of, like, knowing... It just feels so good to hear that, like, after you've stepped out of a community for a little bit, that, like, people are still there. Like, no matter when you're growing or what you're doing, like, people are still going to be there for you. Like, 
in I a really, good community. In a good community. Especially and I felt motorcycle like I, community. Yeah. yeah. And I really feel it felt like for a good few months after I left CC, like I really questioned my identity in Portland when I really shouldn't have. But that's what happens when you just like have a stark remove and then have to learn something new and meet new people and... It sucks that it took me long enough to kind of like knock myself out of that and realize like, oh no, like I'm a nice person. People like me. It's not, it's literally just because I've been busy. Um, I just, would, I just flashed back to that SNL skit with the, because I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it. People <laughs> like me. That's exactly where my brain went. Oh, same I love that. I like it. But yeah. That's like my little real tidbit. Like, don't be so hard on yourself. Stuart I was too hard on myself. Yeah. Stuart Smalley. Yeah. That was the shit. Nope. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Uh, so this summer, are you thinking you might be able to make Run to the Rock, even if you're... I'm going to try to. I think, yeah. um, so what I have on dock for spring, summer, um, I got invited to come down with a friend to Babes in the Dirt. It's like a women's dirt biking camping event in um, Thousand Oaks uh, area. It's like just a little bit hour or so north of L.A. It's like yeah. this whole MX When are you doing park. that? Uh, end of April. Okay. And then I'm trying to Thousand do... Thousand Oaks is bougie as fuck. I know. I don't think it's... It's outside of uh, Thousand Oaks. It's oh, not... It's, yeah, I know Thousand Oaks area. That's like Canoga Park and all that. I, yeah. I worked out there for a while. It's not necessarily in... I'm trying to think of what the park is called. Uh, but anyways, it's the same people that put on Babes Right Out, but it's like they're kind of side project because they really love riding dirt and it's just these like people show up to like a a desolate desert with nothing but like trail rides and a place to like park your car and camp and it's like I think almost seven eight hundred women show up and they just hang out and thrash on bikes all weekend it's really fun yeah it's like a whole whole different world because not like people ride up on their like cute bikes that are clean and like they don't ride very often and look really cute doing it and Instagram the whole time like these people are like hanging out in the desert where there's like high winds and it's harsh and they just want to go rip some dust and some dirt it's awesome um dirt bike dirt bike mountain dirt bikes so uh i'm gonna do that and then i think every year i try and plan like a solo trip i'm trying to go to canada this summer like in nice. july i guess it doesn't have to be solo if anyone wants to join they can um is a motorcycle trip yeah motorcycle trip so i think i want to go around the olympic peninsula and then in one of the port cities go up to take a ferry to victoria and then a ferry to Vancouver. And if I can get enough time off work, like head east enough to drop down to Glacier and then come back that way. Um, there's some Take some more time off work and go to Ketchikan. Go to what? Ketchikan. What's that? It's a it's a little spot in Alaska. It's on the island chain that's alongside the... Um, the, the quit your job Canadian and become coastline. a motorcycle hobo. I know. <laughs> so, I know. <laughs> Please don't tell me these things. I might actually do it. I love my job. Don't get me wrong. But Again, this is the podcast where you do what we say, not what not we what do. We do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the, when I first got to Ketchikan, um, I was doing some work up there with a buddy of mine, and the, the Tongass Motorcycle Rally had just happened. Mm-hmm. And I ran into this guy who had a Harley, and I was like, man, so... I heard the Tongass rally just happened. He's like, oh, yeah, it's amazing, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he's, like, talking about what a great time it is and, and that they ride all these miles and it's super crazy. I was like, cool, what do you guys do? He's like, oh, well, there's 32 miles of highway here. We ride that four times in one day. And that's the Tongass that's motorcycle it. rally. Wow. Yeah. Sick. And, yeah, so, Hell yeah, brother. I was on that little island for several weeks. <laughs> and, yeah, there's 32 miles of paved road. Like, wow. that is it, end to end. It's beautiful. That's it's gnarly. absolutely stunning. But oh, everything sure. outside of that, though, there's gravel. I mean, you gotta like, have like a pretty high clearance bike to do that, don't you? Or at least to comfortably do it, kind of comfortably. Well, the highway is really nice, but when you get off in the gravel, you need something. Yeah, something a little different. more. Yeah, nimble. Because we, it took us weeks to be able to get somebody up there to tell us how to get inland. Wow. Like nobody would even tell us how to get in on a forest road. They're just like, oh no. The roads all stop two blocks in, Mm-mm. and if you don't find the right road, they all stop two blocks in. Wow. Like you can't go anywhere. It fucking drove me nuts until That's I finally crazy. found like this gravel road that took me out into like the one straight, yeah. yeah, like into the legit forest. And I was like, okay, I feel better. I'm not like stuck not on an island staring <laughs> yeah. at the sea. <laughs> there's there's a way out if shit goes That's bad. That's kind of terrifying. It honestly. was weird. Yeah. Like, yeah, island fever, man. You get it. Yeah. Real, but like you're just like ah, it's like cabin fever. But yeah. I do want to go back up and um, I want to go up with a dual sport and I want to yeah. go to uh, Prince of Wales Island. Oh, cool. There's okay. Two thousand miles cool of road. Like a yeah. Honda Transalp. Sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let me borrow <laughs> your bike. Rare pla- just take the plastics off. You'll never find them again. There, 
So the, it's one ferry stop away from Ketchikan is Prince of Wales, and there's 2,000 miles of road on the island. Oh, wow. And okay. there's only a standing population of like 1,500 people or Whoa. something. So there's plenty of room to go rip around and have a good time without yeah. having to worry about traffic and shit. That sounds and crazy. If you go there, it's like there's, there's some sections where um, it feels like you're like looking at the Willamette River going through downtown Portland. Yeah. But it's an ocean channel, so there'll be orcas just like cruising by. It's just... Amazing. That's incredible. Yeah. I can't even fathom what that would be. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's mind-blowing. It's uh, a lot like the Oregon coast if there was snow-studded mountains out okay. in the ocean. Wow. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah. It's crazy looking. Shit. That it. sounds crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd love to go to Alaska sometime. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping Run to the Rock. I don't know when. I'm so out of touch with things. Um, I don't know when Oregon Run is. Oh, we've got we dates for that. That's we haven't announced yet, though. Yeah, we yeah, did. I don't, it's did we? up on oh, okay. Instagram. Oh, okay. I was just like, oh, you fuck don't have to. Know, man. <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> hashtag Seth I, don't insta. I love to do like at least one of your guys' events this summer. I think it's just a matter of timing if I can take work off. It's weird being at a job now where I like it's a nine to five and you have to plan shit out. If we can get you a um, a spot, yeah, we'll. Uh, We'll figure out a way. If you decide you want to go, okay. we'll either get you on a volunteer slot or something like cool. that to guarantee you get a yeah, ticket. Yeah, I'm going to help and work. Want yeah. you for a while. So June 26th to the 29th is oh. the official days of Oregon Run. Okay. And then uh, Sierra Steakout's not happening this year. Oh, it's not? I don't know if you heard that. Uh-uh. So Run to the Rock is a good option if normally you go to Sierra Steakout. Okay. Yeah, it's not too far away. Also, the reason why I'm doing Canada in July is that someone, I don't know what it's called, but someone was telling me, I think it's Tina from Indian was telling me there's a similar event like Sierra Steakout, but in Vancouver, BC around like beginning of July. Is that like in the Banff area? No, like oh. up in by Vancouver. Okay. Um... I don't know what it's called, but I gotta find out because like, it'd be fun to go do that. I don't know like, what it's called. I don't know where I'm going. But yeah. God damn it, I'm gonna be there. So, one, I know. <laughs> so Tina, if you're listening, please let me know what the event is. I'll message you. It's if fine. there's one thing I know about motorcyclists from Canada and all of them that I've ever met on Oregon Run and Run to the Rock, they're some of the raddest people. They're so they're nice. Fucking cool. They're way yeah, nice. Yeah, I've met a couple from a few really rad women at Dream Roll that rolled down from Canada, and they were just some of the nicest, realest people. So, and actually in, in Vancouver, I, there's this, uh, a couple of women I've met just on online via Instagram that want to meet me and house me if I come up and visit and they're involved in bikes too. So it's just, if you are, so if you are listening to this podcast and you're from Canada and you're coming to the Oregon run or run to the rock, please bring me several bags of ketchup flavored chips, preferably Dude, old so Dutch. And I wouldn't be mad if I got a chance to try milk in a bag. Okay. I wouldn't mind okay. if I got some uh, some five milligram oxycodones either. Well, yeah. All right. I'll drag those along. Way Wish to make list. it way to make it weird. <laughs> Is yeah. that weird? They help I mean, my not migraines. Really. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm also a big fan of coffee crisp candy bars. Wow. Yeah. Those are good. Hashtag Canada I rules. I forgot how great. Uh-huh. Yeah. I forgot how great ketchup chips are. They're so good. Oh, they're so good. I got some friends from Canada that bring me some every time they visit. Dude. They're great people. Jealous. Yeah. I have to do a Next quick... time I get some, I will... Hook it up? Yeah. Right. I feel I'm like sorry. we have to do a, a quick shout-out to Riley. Why? Because she listens to the podcast, and she's a sweetheart. She but just, she's not here. Yeah, but she just posted this cool picture on Instagram. She can shout-out to herself. My, my other ride is your dad. Oh, Riley, yeah. we love you. She's, a, she's such a sweetheart. She's the uh, biggest... Oh, you know who made that is Kendra from Sandwich Leather. That's oh, her yeah? tank top. Yep. Oh, that's perfect. Shout-out Kendra. Kendra, Anyways. we're looking at your tank top. Uh, her tank top's rad. Yeah, she made a bunch of those for the one show. My other right is your dad. I love. Oh damn. Okay. Yeah, Riley's What's our up, biggest fan. Yeah, I love She's that. She's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so rad. It's funny. Um, speaking. Of, oh yeah, I remember one of the first helmets I bought too. I got the sticker from a friend of mine that said, "My other right is your face," and I used to. Ha- oh, I put that on my helmet. Shit. It was so great. I got so many great reactions from it, and I wish I still had. I wish I could find it. I need another sticker made so I can put it on my new helmet now, but. Fuck, it was great. People would be like, you'd either giggle or be like, oh, oh my God. Uh, I get all weird about it. It's, that is, <laughs> my other ride is your face. The girl version of ride fast, eat ass. Yeah. Well, it's, it's more so like free good. mustache ride. It was from another lady motorcyclist, my friend Sharon. She gave it to me. So good. <laughs> I love it. I, I love the fact that, they, number one, that women are doing that. 
Yeah. And the, it's more acceptable for you to, to rock that than it is for me to have a free mustache <laughs> right? shirt. Like, like, you can totally get away with that as much as you want. It's so funny. I just love seeing what I can get away with in general. Yeah. Because why not? I, right? That's a great part about the, the motorcycle culture is you can get away with pretty much anything. Yeah. Like, nobody's Do what really, you want. No one cares. Yeah. Yeah. As long as you're not actively being Yeah, a just don't be a shithead about shit. it. Yeah. yeah. Like, wearing a free mustache ride t-shirt, hilarious. Running around and, like, asking girls if they want to sit on your face that you don't know. Hard pass, no. Not so funny. Yeah. Unfortunately not. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. That's, I'm still stuck on the sticker. (laughs) Isn't it great? So good. (laughs) So good. I mean, my other other ride could be someone's face. Who knows? Someday. Yeah. I mean, what is it? Sunday? Yeah. Oh, man. Is that a a dockety? That's a dockety diable. Whoa, someone just rolled up with some camel cargo shorts on their bike. That Diavel, that, Ducati's, that no Ducati's version bike. of a cruiser oh, bike. Oh, so ugly. Anyways, that's rude we'll of me to say. I'd ride one. I mean, not the bike, the whole look. Oh, though. no, I love the, sh- the sneak short, <laughs> the, the sneakers, and cargo and sneakers and camouflage cargo shorts. Safety first. I'm glad I got to see you. I know, likewise. Fox, we'll get you on here sooner or later. Yeah. Love you, man. Fox. Have a great night. Ride safe. Ride fast. Eat ass. Yeah. Speed. Wheelies. Safety. Safety third. Safety third. Speed. Speed. Wheelies and then safety. That's fair. And you can't wheelie properly if you're wearing full length pants. They just get in the way. Wait, what? You need shorts. Is that, a thing? is that what I'm doing wrong? Yeah, man, the problem with your ability Fuck. to wheelie is... So we just kind of see that Ducati guy do wheelie and then I'll feel okay about him wearing shorts. Yeah, yeah. you need to be wearing, like... I mean, cargo Dude, pocket shorts, shorts on is a motorcycle. One, cargo pocket shorts is one thing, it. but if you're wearing basketball shorts and flip-flops, that's really where the wheelie department comes <laughs> in. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I'm Free doing it all wrong. That's why. and just, like, wheelie it up. Tank top, basketball shorts, flip-flops, no helmet. Wheelies for days. <laughs> oh, you know what? I noticed a trend last summer that was really weird. And it was sport bike guys rocking like the Harley turtle shell helmet. Oh, yeah. A little skidlins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know, man. I would just spat my beer out. Because yep. you have to. Because <laughs> you have, so this funny. is Oregon and you have to wear a helmet. Now, this is one of those things. We That's do like a lot of these excuse. conversations. But like I 100% I 100% am anti-helmet law. Really? And, wait for it. it. Okay. And pro-helmet. Okay. Don't fucking tell me I have to wear a helmet. Right. Now, me, yeah. as a person who wants to ride as much as possible and not die until it's my time. For sure, you'll want to wear a I helmet. I will wear a full-face helmet for fucking ever, but yeah. don't, don't tell I mean, me I have to. I mean, that's my home state, Kansas. There's no helmet law. On the yeah. flip side of that coin, because we live in a state like Oregon where there is a helmet law, yeah. your insurance is required to cover full replacement value of your helmet if you're in an accident. True. So, I mean... There's a trade-off. Yeah. Which, by the way, you know, I not to... Not to give too many clues here, but if you buy, say, a helmet that's on closeout that's normally $500 for $99, uh-huh. and you don't keep your receipt, and then when you get in an accident and, the, and they have to pay for your helmet, they yep. give you like $500 for your closeout helmet. Yeah. Well, and then yeah. at least, like, if the helmet's not on sale, you can buy the same helmet again. And yeah. the vast majority but of buy times. buy a good quality helmet, even if it's on closeout. Yeah. The vast majority of times when you see closeout helmets, if you're looking at, like, showy and awry flagship companies... It's the paint job. It's the paint job that gets yep. closed out. It's yep. not the style of helmets. You're like, I can it just still... Passed, the style's past season. That's yeah. it. It's like, I can still get that RF uh, that RF 1200 yeah. helmet, but, you know, instead of being matte black, maybe it's they, gloss black. Yeah, or maybe they had an extra air, like, air fin or, like, little vent somewhere. Yes, yeah. yeah, That's, subtle it. That's all it is. Nothing yeah. that matters. Vox is out there just, like... Putting away. <laughs> I wonder if he's messing with that dockety guy. I, I don't know. Good you can see what it's doing to the, the levels. It's just yeah. like, it looks oh, like yeah, a you can hear it. Dockety. <laughs> the dockety guy. Shout out to Walterific on YouTube. Uh, I stole that from him. Oh, Walterific is a YouTuber who uh-huh. rides around on a Kawasaki Ninja 650, and he's a dope guy. He's like a crazy cool kid. Uh, I'm pretty sure he also has a super douche now. Okay. Like a KTM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he refers to the Ducati Panigale as the Dockety Pringle. And I, <laughs> the Dockety Pringle. <laughs> the Dockety Pringle. Oh, that's that guy's on one of them Dockety Pringles. He's got 200 hertz purse. 
I want to be friends <laughs> with that guy now. <laughs> I can't. Oh my god. He's so funny. I love that kid. He's a great guy too. He's got a great attitude. There's He's so not- much good shit on YouTube. It's it's just dumb. Like I love the fact that that platform exists and oh, that you don't like- have to be like fucking super gorgeous to be oh, absolutely a personality not. anymore. I just looked up how to change like how to replace my fuel injectors on my truck and it was like the best video ever. And some like, the dude's face wasn't even in it. So I'm yeah. like perfect. Yeah, it's great. I and then there's uh, I don't know, there's just so much like there's some dark places you can go. I, I recently sure. got stuck um, down this rabbit hole of this this show called Soft White Underbelly. What? So this guy <laughs> set up a studio on Skid Row in L.A. <laughs> and he pulls in addicts off the street and interviews them. Whoa! What? And it's just these raw stories from these people that, that sounds. They're not people that got better. No. They're people that are still on the streets in L.A. And he pulls them off I... and just interviews about how they got there. I mean, that could be really interesting, but also like, damn. Oh, it's a little soul crushing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. If you really want to like. So my deal is yeah. I watch that for like three or four hours while I'm at work, and then I watch this um, this game. Uh, it's a card game, Truth or Drink. Okay. And they take yeah. like random people and put them at a table and put put booze in front of them, <laughs> and then they read whatever's on the card and they have to decide if they're gonna drink or if they're gonna. Or they're admit. gonna say that. Yeah, and they do weird shit like okay. it's like daughter and mom sitting at a table across from each other, and the card is like, "Do you do anal?" Oh. And so they have to decide no. whether or not they're going to drink or cop to it. Well, then the shitty part is that if you drink... You're going to answer more cards gonna, later. Yeah. Yeah, so you got to be strategic about well, it. Well, and also, like, then why are you not... So the question, so then you're copping to it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're saying it without saying but it. You probably yes, but I'm not going to admit it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Becky doesn't do anal. You guys, I'm not trying to disclose my sexual history. Oh yeah, right sorry, now. that wasn't directed to you. <laughs> I that know, was, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that was that was just the Valley Becky. I know. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, Becky. I, I <laughs> no, you don't need to apologize. I know where you're going. I'm just trying to feed into it. Um, yeah. Crazy. So what did you do? Did you order burritos and not tell us? Is that what's going on over there? I don't know what you're talking about. Like, All right. It brought me a breakfast burrito. Oh okay. Sweet, so that wasn't a new thing. That's just. Okay. I'm getting kind of hungry. I think maybe I'll harass Seth and we'll get some food soon. There's still McDonald's. Is there? Yeah. Oh, fucking McDonald's. Ah, that reminds McDonald's. me of like when I used to. <laughs> I love that. You know what that reminds me of though? It reminds me of like when I first got into like bikes. I was into mopeds and I got in like heavy into like learning how to like tune two strokes and like port cylinders and like shave out certain sections of like engine cases like do in engine porting and case porting and stuff like that and we would just like I hope my parents don't listen to this but I, we would just smoke hella weed and just blast rap music and then like listen or eat like really cold shitty Mac, like McDonald's like Big Macs and then just like very methodically just like port cylinders all day and then like build bikes it was so fun that's yeah. awesome so grindy how old were you when that was going on um early 20s that's awesome 22 21 22 yeah so it was like my that was my head dive into bikes in general like that's really cool so well since they took like auto shop out of most of the most of the public schools like most people don't see the inside of an engine yeah you know? I, well it, in their lifetime let alone sure. by the time they're in their 20s well and it was kind of on accident like i bought a moped just because i wanted to ride to campus and like park closer and ride and get somewhere cheaper and in the process of buying my my first moped i was emailing someone else off craigslist and their bike had sold but they were very curious as to why i wanted to buy a moped and i was like well i just wanted to do you know ride around this college town and the guy's like well do you know that there's this whole like local and also national moped scene like all these nationally like recognized clubs and like there's rallies all over the country that you can like go bring your bike to and like ride around and meet other people and i was like no, I had no idea. So he sent me links to like a local forum and then a national forum. I think like a few months later, I posted my first, like, hey, I just didn't want to come off as like this dumb girl with a bike. Be like, hey guys, you want to like hang out sometime and like buy bikes? <laughs> so I just like waited forever and I finally was like, hey, like I got this bike. I heard you guys like ride. I don't know if you want to hang out sometime. You're like, oh yeah, we're meeting up tonight at so and so's house. You should come join. And so I had this total stranger who's now my best friend. He rolls up on this beautiful, like, rare two-stroke moped. And I follow him to some other stranger's house, and I get there. There's all these dudes drinking beers in a garage, and I'm, like, the only girl there. 
and I roll up and I turn off the bike and everyone's just staring and like no there's like silence and I'm like fuck what did I get myself into like this is so intimidating and they're just like all of a sudden one of them chimes in they're like oh your handlebars are like really weird like they're super wide like you should just cut those down here's a saw and they just hand me a like a hacksaw nice and they put me to work immediately so that was just how I got into what basically up, I just got forced to put into work oh Seth's magic oh, hey. how you guys doing good, good how, are man. how are you doing great doing great awesome I finally got all the levels worked out I oh think, that's great I think we're in better shape now okay. right on what are you guys talking about I was we're talking, talking about, about eating ass yeah Mad booty. Yeah. And two strokes. <laughs> yeah, two strokes. Kind of how I got into bikes. Animal. Yeah. That beauty you rolled up on today. <laughs> Cute. Oh Dude, that thing is so sick. It's so God. great. Thank you. I'm Fucking like, jealous. I am jealous, too. I, and I look at that spree I have sitting in the garage, and I'm like... You can go ride it if you want. Oh, my. Yeah. It's fun. You got to, like, rev it out to, like, 10 or 11,000 RPMs before you shift it. Oh, really? Yeah. That's all. Or else it'll just bog out. Just got to, it has to hit the pipe and then you can upshift. It's like, so a, like five a two speed. stroke. Yeah, yeah like a two stroke, yeah. exactly. You have to ride it like it's a two stroke. Yeah. So you got to ride it like you stole it then. Basically. Uh, yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't steal it. <laughs> There's so many bikes that I can't own because you have to ride them like that. Like, yeah. Like the, uh, that KTM 390. I rode one of those when it came into the shop. And just because. And you got to rev them out to no return. Yeah, and you have to keep that thing just like wide open all the time. And it's a blast to ride when it's wide open. But I would just keep it wide open all yeah. the fucking time so I can't I can't own one. I mean, this little like two-stroke tops out of like 45, 50, so yeah. you can't really go that fast with it. But it feels like you're going like warp speed on it. It's so it's the best. Yeah, 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 I think when I was on Greeley heading down here, I hit like 40, 45, and my bike's all rattling, like, you know, I'm like shaking, I'm like, oh, this is not I love scary underpowered shit thing. like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dune buggy is the same way. Yeah. There was one time I picked up my friend's kid from school, and I put him in the passenger seat, and like, we're ripping down Belmont, and I'm just, like, I banged first, second, and third, and he, he's got the five-point harness on, but he's still like scrunched up in the seat, and he's got his hands pressed out to the side, and he's all freaking out, yeah. and he looks at me, he's like, oh my god, how fast are we going? And I was like, 25, dude. Chill out. Damn. It's like, it's just yeah, loud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's loud and low. That's I just all. love making shit go fast that shouldn't go fast. Yeah, yeah there's that, too. It's so fun. It's so much fun. I mean, and then there's, you know, like, bikes like that sidecar we got out there where it just feels unsafe at any Dude, they're speed. so... Yeah. 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 I've ridden the, the CC coffee cart bike before, like, around the block a few times. Holy fuck, that thing's scary. Like, yeah. Anything with a sidecar. <laughs> I think you have to give Ra uh, Ralph Nader credit for that reference, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> unsafe at any speed. Unsafe, unsafe at any speed. That was him, yeah. Yeah. about the, the Chevy Corvair. This <laughs> was a beautiful car. Yeah. Entirely right. unsafe. Oh. My uh, high school... Oh, yeah. Oh, Adam's taking a piss, maybe. Potty oh. break. Yeah, he is correct. My, uh, my if high you, school... If my you sprinkle and you twinkle, be a sweetie, wipe the seat. Yeah. My, uh, my high school girlfriend's brother... <laughs> my high school girlfriend's older brother had a... Oh, no. Did it break? Oh. Did it explode? Holy shit, okay. Adam just had a vape tragedy. That's what happens. Right, uh, my high school girlfriend's yeah. older brother had a Corvair, <laughs> and you had but, uh, like sandbags <laughs> in the front end to weigh it down. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. Corvairs are yeah. Unsafe at any speed. That's so sick. I love, I love Rest in peace, Ralph Nader. I don't think he's dead, but has <laughs> he done anything dead. worthwhile in the last decade? Probably no. not. Besides run for president in my life. He hasn't run for the president in the last decade, has he? Yeah. No, yeah, no. not a lot. I think he ran in 04. Yeah, I don't remember. The, I honestly don't remember the last time he wrote, uh, ran. And He's run since I've been old enough to vote. Yeah, no. I, I, uh, but I, I'm also I remember old. I was yeah, like, like, oh, man, I want to vote for this I'm guy. I'm so old. No, you're not. You're not even <laughs> I'm like. I'm just kidding. Not even. No effects told me not what? to What? Tell me. Him, say so. it. What? Bitch. What? what? I, I don't even know what I said. Why are you, why is she cussing at me? I'm not worried Sorry, about her beating. I'm not worried about her beating right. me up. She told me about her helmet sticker. I'm afraid she's gonna try and sit on my face. <laughs> I had a helmet sticker at one point that said, "My other ride is your face." <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the reaction I was hoping for. I get that. I used to get that all the time. I either get that or or like men getting really uncomfortable. They're like, "Oh my, oh my god, oh, 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 oh my god, a sexually liberated woman." Oh yeah, yeah. Like, Are those your ankles? 
<laughs> I can see your face. I can see your ankles. Is that a like, bra strap, you, know, you whore? Oh, you whore. I, uh, you know, it's just fun to push the button because I like just, I don't know why. Uh, I like, this is terrible. I like seeing people squirm. Chicken oh, yeah. Pancakes. Yeah, it's a chicken McGriddle. Oh. It's a chicken so, McGriddle, bro. I, I was telling Seth the hack earlier. You got to get the chicken breast, the like chicken. the one that they do, the normal one, not the fake patty. And then you get cheese and Wait, bacon on it. And then you is carry a bottle of crystals around with you. And you just slather <laughs> that thing in crystals. Whoa. McDonald's sponsor. Oh, crystals. Me. I thought you meant like. No, crystals, crystals hot. Crystals. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, yeah. Charge it with a little bit of moon power, you know. <laughs> no, I'm there with you. Tastes so, so much better. Wow. Yeah, uh, man, I'm sorry I wasn't clear that that is wow, the that McDonald's crystal? Chicken McGriddle. McGriddle? I would like to Damn. say again, that is the McDonald's Chicken McGriddle. And if you want to bring back your buffalo sauce and sponsor this podcast, McDonald's, yeah. I, will exclusively McDonald's eat, yeah. I will exclusively <laughs> eat Chicken McGriddles with we McDonald's already, buffalo you know, sauce. McDonald's and Bud Light. We're trying to get them yeah. to come on board, you know? Like, hey. Brother. Bud Light Seltzer. Bud Light. Macho Man Randy <laughs> Savage, if you're out there. Brother. Oh, man. Enjoying that chicken McGriddle? Why not wash it down with a Bud Light seltzer? Goes so, down easy. Yeah, right? Can we talk about reptilians for a minute? <laughs> <laughs> right after I fucking take a drink. Yeah. I almost spit all over the computer. That would be the I second time that this computer had been doused in alcohol today. Oh, man. No. Uh, oh, great. So anybody like ever listened to Art Bell? Oh, like yeah. Like Coast to Coast or... Uh, yeah. Growing up with my dad. Oh man, that stuff like it is the it is the new Jerry Springer for me. Just listening <laughs> to those people call in, I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, our buddy on the Diabol's yeah. back over there. Oh, yeah. Dude, this guy just keeps circling just around. Just stop and come over here. I want to talk yeah. to you Dude, about your bike, man. Show some leg. Bro. Can I ride your bike? That. I mean, I want to ride that bike. I'd ride that bike. Yeah. I'd ride I just want. I will I ride. I will ride anything. Pants. You know what? You know what's at the top of my list of bikes to ride right now? The Scotty. No, I'm sorry, top of my I'm list of bikes. Top, so top of my I'm list sorry, of bikes to ride right now is the Yamaha Nike. Some things in this world deserve me. Shit. I just. I gotta know what that's like. A Yamaha Nike. Yamaha. Do you know? Do you know what that bike is? The Yamaha Nikens, the three wheels, two wheels in the front. Oh yeah, yeah. One, I saw a guy riding one. one of those in Florida, and he was texting on two phones. What? what this guy is unreal. <laughs> I love him. So yeah, I'm like, so where he at? No, he one of the guys from Motors. By the way, single, ready to get married. Not one of the <laughs> one of the guys from Motorcycle Magazine took it out Tried on a ride, right. uh, and I'm he really did not. a review of it, and he said, me. "Look, here's the deal. Yes, it will wheelie, and yes, you can back it in." Sweet. I I want to ride one. I like a, I like a bike that's got reverse. We totally overtalked that whole conversation. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. I love oh, it. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. Uh huh. You know. Is that your age or your IQ? Adam just flipped me off. Uh, Adam, I don't want to see the finger you lost your virginity to. Well, now you know what it feels like. I've been the butt of the joke for the last Aww. two podcasts because I, mean, I got hung over and couldn't do the podcast. Baydak's a bitch sometimes. So what's your uh, EDC there? What do you carry every day in your pockets? Oh, that's oh my good... pockets? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing? You don't have a knife or anything? No, because I don't have... So, okay, backstory. I used to never wear jeans because they never would fit my fat ass. Fat ass as in like I got a big old booty. No, and like P H A T. Yeah, P H A T. Like yeah. I have, I finally the, the the tables have turned. I found a tailor that takes like four inches out of the waist of my pants now, Sweet. and everything fits. It's great. Nice. Um, so I've never had belt loops or pockets. I used to wear like leggings and skirts all the time because that's what would fit me, and. Uh, I don't know. I've gotten in the habit of not having pockets. Now I have pockets. So I don't know what to do with you them. Forget them. You're yeah. Like, oh. Actually, what's in my pocket right now? I do. I think it's just my my bike key. Yeah. You want to talk about some serious woke culture shit? Is men imagine your life without fucking pockets? Yeah, dude. All right. I don't How know what would yeah. that be. I mean, I've got like six pockets Never on my that. jeans right now. <laughs> like I, I have four, and like two are very short because they're lady pants. Work. But but I, I no, also I wear agree. like. 
tactile kind of well they're 511 jeans it's stupid but they have two pockets in them specifically designed for a AR-15 magazine what so I have two pockets that can fit AR-15 magazines in them I don't carry them right what oh uh oh I am being called away. All right, I'm going to hand the reins back off. But Bye, uh, Gabe. Love your face. I miss you already. Yeah, no. I'm not. Bye. Bye. Oh, don't leave. No. I love her. I will. Oh, 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 wait. You know what? At least it's Gabe's mom now and not mine. <laughs> I, that reminds me. I can get back on Facebook and find Seth's mom. Uh-huh. Yeah, you missed out on that where they asked what? me about my mom. And then uh, Adam said he's going to get on Facebook and find no. her. My mom My is a real angel, nice I will lady. Not sub- yep, same. Yeah. I will not subject to that. You will not know her name. I love my mom. I love my mom. She's great. We were just texting. She's buying one of my best friends a really cute shirt because she gets lunch with one of my best friends back home now, like, weekly. It's super cute. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. We're going to have to scrap this whole segment of this podcast. Why? She said back home. You're not from Oregon? Ooh. That's never right been up. a requirement. No, I know. I'm kidding. My, uh, I'm not from Oregon either. <laughs> who's, who's actually from Oregon? To be honest. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, I'm from Kansas. I'm from Kansas. Damn, I didn't know that. Good old Kansas. I'm a well, Kansas girl. As far as who's actually from Oregon, this yeah. motherfucker. Oh, okay, yeah. sorry. Native. Damn. You're not, right. He's not a native. Just because he was born here doesn't mean he's <laughs> native. Like First Nations, huh? Like <laughs> native, <laughs> not, not native. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's cultural appropriation, Adam. Nobody saw that but you. <laughs> you no, I meant like you. You saying you're native is cultural right. appropriation. Is it? Yes. Uh, oh, oh yeah, I'm know. from Lawrence, Kansas. It's a really awesome yeah. Lawrence is fucking dope. Yeah, Lawrence there's is rad. You great know bands okay, there. Cool. I've never been there, yeah, but so there's a get shitload of great there. bands from Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, other bands too. I'm not gonna get into it, but um, I actually worked in music venues for like eight years out there. Like the music scene's so so rad in Lawrence. It's funny because we're right next to Kansas City, and a lot of touring bands will come through Lawrence because they know like it has the reputation of like having a lot of really like a solid music community. And so I used to bartend and also do door. Like I was a bouncer for a few years, um, marketing, office, ticket sales, yeah. runner. I got to meet Sharon Jones. She got to, I could give her a ride in my car once. I don't know who that is. She's like a really amazing soul artist. She was. She passed. But um, As you incredible. do, so it goes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Lawrence is great. That's where I'm from. Um, went to college there. Lived in Chicago after college for a bit and then came back after I really didn't care for Chicago that much. It's just a hard city to figure out. Um, it's real windy too. I it's hear real, it's cold <laughs> as fuck. And yeah, the winter is really hard there. There's um, a river there. Murder. A lot of murder. A lot of murder. Yeah, I lived in a pretty murder-heavy area because I didn't really know where to stay. I like had gotten a job right outside of college in Chicago, and so I just rented an apartment sight unseen. Come to find out, it was in like a gang-ridden area. Like there were gunshots and people getting like drug raids daily in oh. my neighborhood. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Um, but it was rad. Like, it helped me grow with, like, some thick skin. And it was all... Everything that was happening around me was gang-related. So I didn't... I wasn't of any threat for the most part. Like, no one wanted to mess with me. Like, no one just cared. No one cared I lived in their neighborhood. So it was fine. Um, but then after that, I moved back to Kansas for a bit. Had a quarter-life crisis. Went to hair school. Because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And then realized that... How, how old were you when the... When, yeah. when that how happened? How old were you when the quarter-life crisis kicked in? Like, 25. Yeah. Yeah. I'm having a quarter-life crisis right now at 39. Bro, it's hard. It's hard out here. Well, my grandma's 99, so I figured 39 okay. is like, that's a third-life crisis. Yeah, right? that's, that's a third. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, and then, like... Of course, had... I don't live nearly as healthily as she <laughs> I think I've just You know, been sometimes, in... though, it still works out in your favor. Some people, like, just do meth all the time, and they still stay alive till almost 100. It's like I it think... pickles them. I think I crawled out of the womb in crisis, and I've just had, like... Yeah, Mild I feel that. bouts of feeling okay in between that. <laughs> Dude, I feel that. I feel like especially once I got into, like, young adulthood trying to figure out, like, what the fuck I'm going to do. Like, everything that I want to do eventually that would change because the industry would change or, like, the job market would change. And so by the time I'd get done with some sort of schooling or, like, training, the job wasn't there or, like, the competitiveness was too high. So I feel like most of my adulthood was just kind of, like, floundering, figuring out. What am I going to do? Welcome to adulthood. Yeah, exactly. Welcome to adulthood. Why didn't anyone tell me this? No, that's Jesus. how it works. Yeah. That's how we do. So, and then I ended up going through like some really 
really terrible heartbreak and moved to Portland and it's actually been really fucking wonderful um, Portland's probably the best thing I've done with my life in my adult life so far huh. it worked out showed up with money and like no job and landed a job at CC met some really amazing people in the job I am today because of my previous job just kind of works out sometimes when it needs to yeah, Portland is a is it's a neat place. There's some people that it just embraces as soon as you get here, and everything's fucking fine. And there's yeah. other people that it just chews up and spits out. You know, yeah, like exactly. I mean, I think that's with cities. any city too. Yeah. Um, I think it's just a matter of like, right time, right place. But then also too, like your mentality of just going out out there and just fucking getting it. It keeps pulling me that, back in. Like, yeah, I, I've tried. I've left several times, and I just keep winding up back here. And every time I wind up back in town, it's like I'm broke and defeated, and everything's fucking bad. And then a couple weeks later, it's like, oh, wait, no, I'm in Portland. Everything's fine. Yeah, you know? totally. When I moved here, my friends all told me that I was welcome to stay, but I had to send three people back to California. To <laughs> <laughs> I know. Dude, I got even some customers at CC, like, be very, like, negative towards me when they found out I wasn't from Portland. Like, they immediately thought I was part of the problem, which That's sucks. Not from Kansas. You're not part of the problem. Yeah, totally. We don't have Still any developers bummed. coming from Kansas no. to level our old shit. I mean, it was just like a... Yeah, it was like a barista. People need coffee. Moved yeah. to the mecca of coffee. It was great. Worked out. People need mental health. Yeah, people, yes. Care. Mental health care. It's true. People need mental health as well. Yeah. <laughs> I'm one of them. I mean, same, don't we all? I'm, like, stoked to be at a job now where my I have insurance that will help me at least afford therapy someday. Uh, yeah. Nice. Even if I know I'm working through shit, dude, everyone can benefit from therapy. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, Even if you're not going through it, just yeah, helps. I, I'm pro-therapy. I haven't I haven't been through therapy. I probably need it, but, you know, I, uh, I've sat down with a couple of therapists, and after talking with them for a little while, they're like, you have all the tools you need. You yeah. just need to work your shit out. I'm like, okay, well, then totally. I guess I don't need to pay you. Yeah, <laughs> and it's one of those things, like, even if you're, like, an... Uh, a well-rounded kind of able-minded person like just having someone that's there to support and coach you through it makes all the difference like yeah. someone that'll hold you accountable to like grow and learn as a person that helps unlike just having somebody there that'll enable you and <laughs> listen to you rant I mean, Look, I've, told you, <laughs> I've told you once i've told you a million times the answer to your problems is in the bottom of a bottle of whiskey and I you keep know? looking. That's what I'm telling you. you <laughs> I just haven't found the right bottle yet. It. Correct. Yeah, right? It's not every bottle of whiskey. You just you have to keep one. looking until you find the one that has the solution. The All bottle. right. And also on that subject, uh, tangentially, uh, from a chemicals, chemistry standpoint, alcohol <laughs> is a solution. Just. <laughs> <laughs> it is technically true. Yeah. Um, you know, while we're on the subject of booze, Lent, we're going to yeah. do that? Uh, yeah. And we're looking at. Down, we're looking down the barrel of that, right? It's the Wait, what? Yeah. You guys are going to do it? Yeah, we'll I do, do it every year. Really? So Adam decided he was okay. going to join me this year for it. I, I, I do it during Lent because it's an easy way to delineate 40-plus days on a calendar. All my friends are like, oh, I did Sober October. And I'm like, congratulations. Have fun with that. Yeah, so yeah. I do 40 to 45 days. And why would you want to be Lent. sober in October? I don't know, man. Like, that's fucking Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I call it just happened to do it during Lent. Because it's an easy way to mark the calendar, but I refer to it as spring cleaning for my liver. Oh, I like that. That's actually kind of great. <laughs> Plus, I know, like at the end of April, I start running into things, and then we hit summertime, and I've got Oregon Run, Run to the yeah. Rock, all these other events that are happening, that and I'm going to be fucking thrashed. turned. Yeah, totally. For days and days and Benders days. Yeah. On end. I mean, that's how I felt the one show was. It was just a four day bender for me. Yeah. It's great, yeah. but also like, fuck, it was. Terrible. Yeah. This is like yesterday and today, been the first days off in like two weeks, and I like, and then sandwiched in between those two weeks, so it was like a four day bender. <laughs> so, oh, so glad that it happened, but I'm so glad it's over. I quit drinking for a long time. I was doing really well for, God, like six years, and then you know I got stressed out right before Thanksgiving, and I've been drunk or hungover every day since Thanksgiving. So yeah. when Seth and I were, when Seth was talking about getting sober for Lana, I was like. Well, that's a good excuse that's a good for me goal. to get off my shit. Yeah. And, you know, deal with I mean, stuff it just helps you gain with some clarity, too. Like, even if you just... Some, sometimes something like that will just give you enough step away to, like, break the habit. Yeah. If you're yeah, not, like, like, too dependent on it. And I wouldn't call it a dependency or a habit at this point, but it's definitely something that I'm crawling behind and yeah. hiding from shit. Yeah, I, I just that. ran into it because I was like, this is going to be really weird because we're doing this podcast, and part of the shtick of the podcast is that we imbibe quite a bit. 
Yeah. And like, how is that going to work with with Lent and whatever, what have you? For sure. Well, so we're gonna do us. We're gonna do a string of these things where we're sober. That's yeah, luck which to you will guys. be fucking weird. I just don't drink much like I used to anymore, so I haven't really. Yeah, I don't drink anymore. I yeah, don't drink Mama any likes less. a red wine. <laughs> I mean, I love a good wine, but it's like I don't know. Sometimes forget to do stuff like that. Drink. How do you forget to drink? I forget to drink sometimes. I forget to drink water. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all do. Yeah. Water's important. That was pretty obvious Actually, earlier. I don't know how much water I've drank There's today. There's water in plenty see, of... Let's see how I'm doing now. Yeah, let's see. Let's see. How are we doing? Oh, better. It's better. Yeah, it's much better. better. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did that earlier. <laughs> this is like stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how you test your... That's a pretty severe level of dehydration. <laughs> yeah. When your skin doesn't, it just spring, doesn't strain back. That's yeah, pretty bad. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I was really bad this morning. Damn. Uh, break time. We're over an hour. Damn. You yeah, take a break? Sure. Yeah. 